All right. Good evening, everybody. Here we are, one year into the Jet Blast podcast. We have 3,000 downloads so far, and we're just over a year old. Unbelievable. Season two, episode 13 tonight. And uh, Andy's been flying the Myers all over the place. What's happening, dude? Not much, Nathan. Uh, excited to make it home in time. Yeah, I've been putting hours in. I took my grandpa today, so that's always exciting. <laughs> oh, you had the co-pilot. Yeah, I had the co-pilot, and he can't, like, not push stuff and, like, see what in the hell is going on with the plane. Like, well, what does this button right here do? Like, so, but no, it was good. I went over to FlexJet and got to see their setup, which is very interesting and cool to put some names <laughs> and all that good stuff, so... <laughs> That is a uh, that's my world. How about you, Lee? Well, Texas is trying to kill me right now. It tries a couple times a year. So if I start coughing or if I mute, it's because stupid allergies. It's not COVID. It's all it's all my allergies. But I'm you know I'm to the fun part where I'm just coughing. But nope, all good. Keeping busy. Big day today. We actually picked our booth for base. I'm going to be in Las nice. Vegas. I'm going to see people. Nice. So I'm super excited. I actually, some of the booths that were already picked out, I was like, oh, I have friends there, I have friends there, I have friends there, I can't wait to see people. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. Um, my husband brought me a chair for my office, which is, doesn't sound like a big deal, except oh, I've been yeah, sitting on an exercise ball for like 17 so years. birthday is tomorrow. The yeah, my birthday is tomorrow. Birthday just happened a week or so ago, and Lee's yep. birthday is tomorrow, so yep. big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but my, my husband is kind of funny, though. He uh, he sat and he tried to find me the most comfortable chair, which he did, super comfortable. Um, but it's big and tall, and I am neither, so my feet don't touch the ground. So now we have to find me a stool. So anyway, it's always something, always something. But no, it's a keeping busy, 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 busy right now. And uh, really excited today. We've got our guest. I guess this starts the new year, year two. It's season two, but this is actually start to year two. And we have Matt Nenzoski with us. And I said it right. Do not make fun of me, Nathan or Andy. But spot on. <laughs> spot on with Hillsborough Aviation. And we're really excited to have him today because he's also a follow-up to last our last episode where we talked to Sarah. And so we had to track down the Matt that she talked about. That was kind of part <laughs> of the, you know, kind of that follow-up one. So Matt, thank you for joining us. Really excited to talk to you today and just kind of hear a little bit about your journey and what you have going on right now. Yeah, thank you so much. It is it is awesome to finally uh, be part of the podcast. I have been a listener from uh, the beginning, and I'm so excited because I've been following all you guys on LinkedIn. and And uh, like I keep saying, thank you so much for having me. This is this is awesome. Never would have thought I would have been here. That's okay. Neither did we. <laughs> we're surprised. We're surprised. We're here too. It's all you know. It all is. But it's only because yeah, people keep wanting to come on and talk to us, and so we're excited to have you. That's right. So um, Matt, one of the things, just tell us first a little bit about, you know, you have, you have a fairly common story, you know, about, you know, mil from the military to civilian stuff like that, but just kind of tell us a little bit about your history, what brought you into aviation, you know, what does it mean, what does it mean for you? Sure, yeah, so uh, aviation is probably one of the biggest passions of my life, and has been for, uh, I would say, my whole life, really, I, I grew up in Ohio. Uh, I grew up with uh, my grandparents were both Navy veterans and uh, my grandpa has this funny story of meeting my grandma and, and he says uh, one day I, I went to have some paperwork done and I, I met your grandmother and she's been doing my paperwork ever since <laughs> and uh, <Amen>. so, <laughs> and uh, 
so they would take me down to Wright Patterson Air Force Base, you know, I would say weekly as a kid, you know, gosh, I was probably three, maybe younger the first time I went. And, uh, you know, of course, Wright Patterson at the time was home to C-5s and uh, it's also home to the National Air Force Museum. And uh, as a kid, it was just the greatest thing in the world, you know, to go to the National Air Force Museum and just see all these cool airplanes and and then uh, I remember we would sit in the cafeteria there at the museum. I don't know if you guys have been there, but. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. In the cafeteria, you know, you can sometimes catch a, uh, a view of the lights coming around on the locals. And, uh, you know, when they had the C-5s flying around, we would just sit there and watch them fly around. And I just thought it was the coolest thing in the world to see this massive airplane flying around as a kid. I'm thinking, gosh, that's awesome. Right and uh, so. I pretty much knew my whole life growing up, I wanted to be in the military. And, and my grandpa always told me, he goes, uh, the Air Force gets the best of everything. So join the Air Force. <laughs> That's right. It's true. And, it's true. Uh, not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you grow up near the Air Force base and everything, and you get to see it. And uh, I remember, you know, going to the recruiter, I think I was 17. My mom, we pull into the parking lot and she goes, are you sure this is what you want to do before we walked in? I said, well, I've got the stickers all over my car. Everything I wear probably says Air Force. I, I said, we're doing this. And awesome. uh, just dedicated sense. And, you know, I'll be honest, at the time, I thought I would probably make a full career out of the Air Force. And, mm -hmm. you know, of course, that, you know, isn't where I am now, obviously. But so I joined out out of, uh, you know, high school and uh, was lucky enough to actually get to go work on C-5s. Oh, uh, oh wow, Air Force really? Base in Delaware. And, and so I got to, when I first got in, we still had the AB models with the screaming TF-39s, if you know what those sound like. It's a <laughs> noise mm -hmm. you'll never forget. Um, and then uh, we started upgrading to the M models. And so got to work on the flight line and then uh, uh, act as a flying crew chief and got to fly around the world. And and uh, I just had the time of my life. And, and uh, you know, I met my wife when I was uh, in the Air Force there in Delaware. And you know, we, we had our little uh, one-year-old daughter at the, or our five-year-old daughter mm -hmm. now, uh, Eleanor, and uh, times just kind of changed, decided it was time to get out of the Air Force, and and uh, I moved on. Uh, so right after on. my first enlistment, I uh, was, what do I want to do? You know, I still wanted to work on airplanes, and I remember <laughs> getting out of the Air Force, and I was thinking, like, uh, oh, God, you know, what do we do? And I applied at probably 75 different places. And I may have heard back from 10, you know, oh. it was not as easy as I thought it would be coming out of the air force to say, Oh, I've no, got this experience on, on it, you know, world's biggest airplane. And I was like, man, I should, you know, it'll be fine. You know, I even remember I, I, I was, I, I never even thought about it at the time. It didn't cross my mind about who I was emailing, but I got on NASA's website for the Armstrong national research center in California Edwards and, emailed the director of maintenance there and said, Hey, I would love to work on your 747 with the telescope, Sophia. And uh, surprisingly enough, I got an email back oh. and uh, he goes, well, I'm sorry, you know, you have great experience, but uh, you don't have a license, but if you do, you know, that's let what me I know. was going to ask you. Yeah. And uh, didn't even really ding on me at the time, I guess. But I, so I told myself, well, maybe I'll go work at Home Depot. I'll be the best Home Depot worker there is. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, whatever it takes to support my family. And uh, I ended up getting a, uh, the job in Indianapolis at a big MRO there. And, you know, we worked on all the big commercial airplanes and some military airplanes. And I uh, I, I learned a lot. You know, I, I really did. But I just I realized that the MRO just it wasn't for me. 
Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't finding the, the same kind of joy and passion that I was in the Air Force providing to a mission. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just feeling like I was supporting something that that meant something. Sure. And uh, so I, I took the time and and uh, I went to uh, I went to Baker's in Tennessee uh, and got my AMP. Okay. And was right. searching awesome. for jobs and, and uh, that was how I ended up meeting Sarah actually. Uh, so Sarah was my recruiter at the time and uh, you know I was she was asking me where I wanted to go what I was what my background was what I was interested in and so well you know I'm really I'm really driven I love what I do I love aviation you know I annoy people uh, within aviation <laughs> how much I talk about it um, and uh, I said but I, I'm really mission oriented and I said I just gosh I want to be something that that I feel like I'm providing to and we went back and forth for a while and finally uh she kind of convinced me she goes there's this company out in Portland that you know they work on business jets and you know I'm telling you this is this is going to be the right way to go and you know I'm thinking I don't know anything about business jets I don't right. I've seen them I don't know who makes them you know and uh, I said well yeah, my theory in life has always been the worst I could do is say no and and uh, or I try it out and at least I can say I did it. Right. So yeah. she takes my interview uh, or takes my uh, resume and, and and sends it in and I get a phone call a few days later and she goes, hey, uh, they want to talk to you. They want an interview, you know, pretty, pretty quick. Wow. You know, okay. I, this is unexpected. <laughs> so they set it up a couple of days later phone rings and uh we we chatted for about 10 minutes and they hey you want to come out to portland and travel around as an aog tech and i said oh man that sounds kind of fun i was like you know again i don't know anything about these but i can read a manual and i used to travel around fixing airplanes and <laughs> you know i'll figure it out so uh that was that was the beginning that was where this 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 journey has got started there and, and my gosh what a crazy journey it's been <laughs> No, that's, that's awesome. great. The, the AOG tech starting on there. But I mean, well, I mean, it makes sense if, you know, that, I'll tell you, there's you no know, faster I, way. There's absolutely. No faster way yeah. I, I couldn't believe it either. <coughs> you know, the, the ink was still drying on my AMP when they hired me. I mean, it, I hadn't even had a permanent number assigned to me yet when I got hired on there. I was still on a temporary piece of paper when they hired me. I mean, they took that much of a chance. Um, so, and I'm still thankful for that you know, for that opportunity to just, yeah. to just go out and do that. And I got to say, it was some of the funnest times of life. You know, you never know where AOG is going to take you, what you're going to come across. <laughs> you know, uh, Nathan, I, you said something the other day, you're covered in SkyDraw. That's just it. Yes. You never know. You're, you may be covered in SkyDraw one day, or you may be fixing an armrest. You don't know, but yep. that's Sometimes what made it both fun. the same day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Yep. You know, rain, snow, shine, hail, it, it doesn't matter. You know, and, and it was, uh, you guys, I think you were speaking with someone from Jet East and they said, you know, that phone yeah. call never comes at 7 a.m. on a Monday and yeah. it, it yeah. never does. <laughs> no. Nope. Never does. Never does. And, and they never call just super <coughs> calm and like chill. And, you know, when whenever you guys can make it out, it's like, I got yeah. a trip in 30 minutes and my principal's the most important person yep. ever. And this is yep. the only trip you should ever be worried about, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I need you in Montana right now. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> I need you in Montana. Sure. That's how it was too. You know, we went all over. You know, we went to Alaska. Uh, you know, California, Montana. I mean, we we covered a lot of ground, and that was fun. You know, 
It, but uh, I, for me, I'm, I'm a growth. I'm a very goal oriented and growth kind of person. You know, I, I just, uh, gosh, I love what I do. You know, there's, there's not a day that goes by where I'm not trying to learn and I'm not trying to, to just do something more. And, and uh, my wife says uh, that I'm never content. Uh, that's how she puts it. It's so funny. She's so she's she's the most supportive person in the world. But you know, she says you're just never content, are you? <laughs> for sure. Well, and you know, there's something to be said for that. And I would I would argue that most um, AMPs um, that I know and have worked with over the years are are a lot, very similar in that. Way, right? that just not content. Yeah. You know, your fixers. You want to keep going. So speaking of that, so my question for you is. Monday is a pretty big day, right? And and uh, it's National AMT Day, Charles Taylor's birthday. So, yeah. and in fact, yours truly will be on an MBAA podcast flight plan that's going to drop Monday. Um, oh, that's great. Celebrating AMT Day. So y'all go download that and let us have some feedback. But so with that in mind, AMT Day coming up, what aspects of the career field would you suggest to others, right? Like, you know, the, the biggest thing, I had the same thing, Matt. When I left the Air Force, I had no idea about business aviation. It's funny, I just had this conversation today with someone. You know, I, I went and, and wound up um, at a regional airline and absolutely hated it. And like within two years, I found my way to a business aviation company from a coworker, and I've never looked back. And that's sure. where I should have been all along. But um, so what would you tell other people, right? That, that some things they could consider, you know, if you had a chance to do it over, what would you like to know? Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny. I've had that conversation with a lot of people. And, and um, you know, the one thing is that I would like to tell people is that there's so many avenues within aviation. You know, I think right. you guys uh, talked with that with, uh, I think, you know, Jose from, from code one yeah. and Sarah also, you know, there, there's so many different you routes. You listen to our podcast. They <laughs> yeah, do. It takes notes. <laughs> yeah. um, Andy, do you remember all this? <laughs> no. <laughs> we do you know remember I, all those. I, I enjoy it. Um, you know, no, it, it, there, uh, there's so many avenues in aviation. And, and if you have a passion for, for it, there's always something out there for you. Um, you know, you may love big airplanes and you want to go cargo, you know, you may love the mission oriented, you want to go the firefighting route or maybe government contracts, you know, things like that. But I think in today's day and age, the sad thing with the AMP world is there's not enough young people who are, are involved with it. I think everybody, you know, again, I think you guys have discussed this before, but so many people think of pilots only, they never think of, you know, if it, I'm sure you guys say it as in the fighter world and things, but if it, turns banks rolls whatever it you know maintenance mm -hmm. put it there and that's just that's the truth to it um there's always got to be a maintainer <coughs> making these things fly and and uh for me i never really aspired to be a pilot i always inspired to turn wrenches because i you know my mom always told me growing up how i would take things apart one day i guess i almost took a door off the hinges when i was like three years old found a screwdriver and went to town and it's never ended um but yeah, if you just if you love what you do, you have a passion for it. There's so many different aspects for it, and you may not find it initially, but if you keep looking, there's always something out there. It's just a matter of really digging in your heels and and finding that niche in the field of that you like. You know, AMP is an an, an endless world of opportunity if you just look hard enough for it. 
So, Midnight, you talk a little bit about like, you know, the kind of the mission focus and different things along those lines. But, you know, I think I, and one of the things that kind of when you're talking about Hillsboro is y'all have a, you have a pretty like um, variety that you work on. And, you know, I love, yeah. I love the fact that when, you know, we don't, we don't talk a lot of rotor in here, but so what is it like when, what are y'all, what all are you working on now? Yeah. So, you know, here at Hillsboro Aviation, you know, we've got uh, a, a lot of different things going on. And that's kind of the great thing about uh, being where I am is there's this uh, just big background of, of what we're doing. There's a lot involved here. It's it's helicopters. We've got a fleet of uh, 14 airframes, 12 helicopters, two King Airs. Um, the two King Airs, which we charter out, the helicopters are out doing search and rescue. Uh, they're doing firefighting missions. Um, they're doing all sorts of things. Then we've got the service center side, uh, you know, where we are a serious authorized service center. Um, we're a Beechcraft service center. And then we're working our way up to um, part of the goal is, is for us to, to bring in more business jets. Um, that's, you know, that's just where we're at. We, we really want to grow as a company. Uh, we're very mission oriented and, and driven in what we're doing. And uh, part of the thing that, uh, you know, when I came on board, uh, was just the experience. That's what we want to sell to people, the experience of Hillsborough Aviation. It's, mm -hmm. it's Everybody's got this mission of what they want to accomplish, but we want it to be a true experience for everyone. Um, we've got so much to offer. And, and when I first came in the, came in the door here at Hillsborough Avi Aviation, I was so blown back of how nice it really was, how welcoming Aww. everybody was. Um, you walk in the doors of the FBO and it's, it, it kind of, it, it puts you back. You know, I've been to many, many, many FBOs and I can say this one is, is by far probably the best. And I, I'm not just saying that because I'm an employee. I, I, I mean that generally you walk in the doors and it feels homey. Um, it's just very nice, organized, clean. The people are incredibly friendly um, with every customer that comes in and out. We try to engage with them and speak with them and get to know them. Um, we don't want this to just be, uh, uh, you know, like a dealership service center kind of thing. Right. You know, we want it to be personal. Um, sure. You know, and we just offer so much more than I think people realize. It's it's not just the helicopters. Mm -hmm. It's not just the service center. It's parts. It's detailing. We manage airplanes as well. Um, so again, there's there's just a lot going on. Now I, I like the fact that you brought in like the personal aspect. I think you know what. A lot of us that you know we that's a lot what keeps you in aviation especially on the business aviation side it is that you know when you go to an fbo and you have that feeling that you know you know it's it's like a home away from home type feeling no matter where yeah. you go you know that's like i consider everybody in aviation my work family because you know no matter where i go i have somebody that i've worked with and different things along those lines so that that's that's nice that just kind of hear that reinforced from there and you know you talked about you know, when you were making decisions for your family and different things along those, I think one of the things you're talking about was kind of like quality of life. But so what's different kind of about what you're doing right now and why was that important? Yeah. So, you know, my, so I have two little daughters, I've got a, a one-year-old and a five-year-old now. And, uh, you know, my, my youngest, you know, was born when I was on the AOG team. And, mm -hmm. um, as we are already discussed, you know, AOG, you never know where you're going to be one day to the next. And, uh, you know, I was always looking for that growth in my career too. Um, not only, you know, for my family, you know, professionally and personally, um, I knew I wanted to do something more and have these goals. And, and so when I was 
looking at coming over here and they were talking about um, the growth of the business and what they were looking for when they were asking if I would come join them to help them build up that basis of, you know, okay, we're working on piston airplanes, but we really want to work on business jets. Mm-hmm. Um, that was incredibly exciting for me. There was such an opportunity to come in and really kind of form the, uh, this business with them and grow with them and help them, you know, become what they want to become. Um, and that just meant a lot to me. And I think, um, you know, you guys kind of mentioned for the young AMPs coming in uh, to the industry, you know, we've got a technician here. He was a line service technician and now he's uh, working towards his AMP, getting his hours in the shop here. And we're mentoring him and, and training him to go get his license. You know, we're, we're trying to it's breed awesome. that from within. And that's mm-hmm. something that I think uh, really sets us apart is we really want to build from the foundation, not only as a business, but our own technicians too. Um, that, and I think that just makes the whole atmosphere completely different. Um, and then back sure to the does. family part, you know, it, it, it's, it's so different to go home at kind of a normal hour, spend some time <laughs> with the family, have a weekend. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be times where I'm going to be out probably doing some road trips. You know, our, our goal is to bring in some charter companies um, our goal is to work on these business jets and it's going to require a lot of hard work and extra time. And we're all okay with that. You know, that's the reality of aviation and, and, uh, you know, but now it's, it's, uh, I never expected at my age that I would be where I am today. Uh, you know, I always, I knew that I, if I set my mind to it, I could do it, but I didn't, I just didn't know at my age, this is, this would be where I, where I am that they wouldn't trust me to come in and be part of this, this business with them and trust me to, you know, pass on the experience and, and, and just help them grow. And I, that's just something I am so fortunate and thankful for. That's awesome. That's a great story. And empowerment. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, and a, about- you're, a young, you're a young dude to be the service center manager. So it's cool to see that companies are trusting the youth a little bit more and letting you do your thing and giving you the autonomy to, you know, to, to get out there it's funny it's funny because i was sitting with mike Maton today and he said yeah i just got an email from matt he was just checking in with us I'm like well there, there there you go like that that kind of stuff man it's hard to find people that are willing to like take the time to go and check in with these big right. operators and stuff i mean it's that easy you know now you're yeah. at the, top of the you're at the top of his list and they know they can trust you and um that's pretty cool well and that's just it too i think i you know, it goes back to, you know, when I put in my resume, you know, to be an AOG tech and work where I was at, it was just, Hey, the worst they could do is say no. And even when I reached out to that director of maintenance at NASA at the time, I was gosh, 2017, you know, four years ago. I mean, I was 23 years old getting out of the air force and send an email and I was amazed to get a response back. And, and to this day, I've always had that. My grandpa always had this saying of, you know, we all put on our pants the same way. Right. You know, we're all just human beings, mm-hmm. you know, you may be at the, the top of the world or the bottom of it, but at the end of the day, we're all humans. Um, and that's all it takes, you know, it's, it's just that equal level of, of communication and understanding amongst others. You know, you can, I, when I came and interviewed with these guys here and, and uh, I kind of just explained my background, I told them the same thing too. I said, look, I, I maybe I'm not the best pick. I may come in and I may fail, um, but I will always give you 110% effort and that's what I, I bring to the table. Again, I, I won't be the, I may not be the perfect fit, but I will always give you my best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And that's all any of us can do, man. So that's, yep. that's, 
That's awesome. That so, is awesome. So tell me a little more about the history of Hillsboro. You talk about what you guys are doing now, but can, I know you weren't there at the beginning, but I'm sure you figured it out, right? That had to be part of the draw. So yeah. kind of tell us a little bit about the history. I know there was like a, a flight school or something, right? And some forestry stuff and some other things. Yeah, so Max Lyons, you know, founded the business, you know, about 41 years ago now. You know, he oh. grew up in the logging and, and the helicopter industry and, uh, you know, kind of came into with this business and, you know, has really grown it up from, you know, just a, a little place to, to what it is today. And, uh, you know, the great thing that I love about it is the involvement. It's like we're, we're, big but we're a little all at the same time that's what i love you know we've sure. got all these things going on but but we're still small and, and family oriented um you know the story i was told is uh from ryan mccartney our vp uh you know max uh when they met you know ryan was just finishing up his flight training and you know ended up hiring him for a bigger position and you know he explained it the same way he goes you know the ink was still drying on on my license, you know, as a young pilot and here Max entrusted him to help grow this business with them. And um, so, yeah, you know, they, they grew up with the helicopters and uh, you know, then it became uh, Hillsborough Aero Academy with the flight school. Um, and then uh, eventually they sold that off. So that was about uh, eight years ago. Now they sold off the Aero Academy mm -hmm. um, and took the, the investment from the Aero Academy and then built up what we have today with this large facility with the FBO, the hangar space, um, the ramp space, you know, they moved from one side of the airport over here. It's no longer what people would call it the little brown building at the end of the airport. It's this massive facility over here, uh, you know, with space to fit a couple of globals and Gulfstream in here, you know, along with the fleet of helicopters. And nice. so I think it's incredible what they've done. And the one thing I really appreciate I think most don't know is Max actually our owner. He bought two beavers um, and uh, he's restoring them himself. He's got one in, in the corner of the shop here that he bought from a, a astronaut from Apollo 8. And I see him in here almost every day uh, wrenching away on this thing. They just put the, put the engine on it. And so that's it's cool. incredible to see the owner that's of the business cool. come in and, and, and wrench on his own airplane. I think that's awesome. And I'm not saying that just because he's my boss. I'm saying it because <laughs> it is awesome. I think it's the coolest thing in the world to see someone who owns the business. It could likely have hire someone out to do it, but he wants the personal touch of him coming in and fixing it. And I, I think that's just the neatest thing in the world. And we're hoping, uh, given tomorrow, maybe sometime next week, we're actually going to be rolling it out and doing the first engine runs on it. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. So I, I think it's just the coolest thing in the world. You know, you see him in here just cool. wrenching away. You know, you'll see him with the laptop. He'll be over there working on the airplane. He'll be doing meetings, you know, just like we are now. And <laughs> while he's wrenching, you know, and I, <laughs> how many owners do you that's see awesome. that are doing that? You know, that's awesome. and uh, so I just think that's that's so cool. So that's probably a big part of the success, right? And, and, and yeah. I would say, you know, folks that I see in this business, companies that I see in this business that are really successful, it's because at every level, people are practitioners of what we do, right? So, you know, like Andy's company, everybody's engaged in aviation. They're all doing their thing. You know, um, you know, I, I get to play with airplanes. Some days I don't want to play with airplanes, but I have to play with airplanes. And, 
you know, uh, it, it's hard for an old guy to get in and out of a hawker, but I do those things, right? So <laughs> I get to do that still. Um, you know, but yeah, it's, I think it's cool that, that that's the history. And we definitely appreciate um, Hillsborough letting you come and be a part of this today. That's, that's really cool. So special shout no, out to them. We'll, absolutely. we'll include a link in the show notes for you guys so they can find you. Oh, that'd them. be great. They have a great yeah. webpage. I haven't been able to, yeah. I haven't visited the facility, but they have a wonderful webpage. I yeah. want to yeah, go now. We've got these really cool videos they put out. I don't know if you've seen the This Is 40 video, mm -hmm. but but I got to tell you, you know, it just draws you and it's really neat. Um, you know, and that's what I said. When I first walked in the doors here, I was blown away and they, they gave me a tour of the facility and I walked out and I, I asked, I had to ask and this, maybe they won't like it, but I said, do you guys work on things here? You guys actually work? You know, nice. The floors are, are clean, that's things awesome. are organized. You know where everything's at. I was blown away. You know, it, it's like, do you yeah. guys really work on things? And then of course, you see the parts racks all nice and organized. Things are are put away nicely, but you know that's that's the draw to it. You know they they yeah. like to call this like the showroom. You know they want people to come in here and feel welcomed. You know we don't want to be too fancy where it, it pushes people away. You know I, I maybe I don't belong, but we want it to be welcoming and, and family oriented also. And and uh, you know I've got a little surprise for Andy as well too. Uh, we oh. are announcing uh, officially announcing here. We are putting MRO Insider. <laughs> nice. So, yes. Uh, yeah, Yay. It, 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 it is been my focus uh, since I got started to try to get this ball rolling for us, and uh, it, it's gone through a few people, and we finally gotten the the notice this morning that we're doing it. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. timing. So Andy and I bounced back and forth on this. I've been patiently trying to get this done, and and we're finally making it happen. So I'm excited to announce that. And we're so excited to join the network. And again, that's just part of the growth here. You know, um, awesome. you know, we have so much going on and, and that gives us just one more step up in, in the industry. I think uh, the one thing I was telling the people here, I, I think it's great for a lot of people. You know, somebody from some shop who's, who's done your work for so many years, but uh, there's a level of technology that comes into this today that that just you know, it's kind of needed to, to separate yourself and keep growing. And, and so we're right. excited to be part of that family as well. No doubt. That's, man, awesome. that's awesome. One year we got an announcement. Good job, Matt. Breaking news, man. Breaking news. We got you a breaking news. First. That's right. Yeah. 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 So very cool. You know, and, and, and you'll see, I, I'd like to, you know, it's amazing at it, it, full circle. So, you know, one of my first posts on LinkedIn, we were working on this <laughs> King Air. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, one of my first posts on LinkedIn here, we were working on a King Air and, uh, you know, we're, we're doing big things, you know, we're, we're really trying to, to step up and, and, you know, get the attention of people, let people know who we are, you know, what we're all about. And, and uh, you know, like I said, we're so family oriented. We're all about the professionalism. We're about the giving the experience, you know, we, we want it to be, uh, we just want to grow and and that's yeah, that's so awesome sure. for us we really want to bring in more customers and, and let everybody know who we are well i think right, that so you know the other... it... oh, go ahead Definitely. nathan that's no, okay no. Well, so i'm gonna take it a totally different direction um matt <laughs> so what's the hardest thing what was the hardest adjustment for you taking the role you're in now um you know coming from and having done it myself coming from the um, Air Force background and then an MRO to more of an operation, there, there's quite a shift. So what's the hardest part for you, Ben? 
Yeah, gosh, that's a trick question. Everything. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> no, it ain't. You know? You're supposed to say it's all easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really sick. It, 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 no, it's, I'm it's not easy. You know, these things don't yeah, happen overnight. Sure. Um, you know, part of it for me, uh, being a manager coming out of AOG where it's very fast paced, um, you know, you're always in a different town, fixing a different airplane. And now, you know, getting to mentor some of the, our younger technicians and, and also ones who are, you know, very experienced. Some who I, I know have, you know, three times as much experience as me and, and I respect that. But um, I think the, the biggest challenge uh, for me is just uh, making sure that I honestly, I, I need, I'm so used to being on the road and handling one or two airplanes at a time. And now we've got multiple projects, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm sitting in meetings, I'm going through profit and loss. I'm trying to understand, <laughs> you know, how business is functioning. It's a whole lot more, uh, yeah. behind closed doors. I think people realize, and, um, you know, I'm so used to just, Hey, I'm a technician. I, I spent a wrench and I make the plane fly and I get to watch it go away. And on to the next one, uh, there's a whole lot more that goes into it. Uh, the business the of business aviation. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that's been the biggest struggle is, is, uh, I, I miss, I, I don't get to spin a wrench as much. And, uh, I try to get out, uh, as much as I can and help the guys out because I'm the person who I, I feel as a manager and only a good manager is going to be out there helping you, you know, good managers are going to volunteer to go out and help, you know, just like, uh, we, uh, picked up this customer over the weekend. This was a big goal for us. Um, you know, to, to earn the business of this company. And, and we got a phone call Friday said, Hey, can you come fix our King air down in sun river? And, uh, you know, at first uh, I wasn't able to go on Friday, but the job continued in, and through the weekend. And, and, uh, for me, I threw my hand up and volunteered and said, you know, I'm going to go, um, you know, yeah, I think how, it's only right for me as what's that. I'm how sorry. Your, well, how old your youngest? Uh, my oldest, so both my daughters have April birthdays, and our youngest is one, and then our oldest so is five. That's why you went. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <why> you went. <laughs> my wife's listening to this podcast, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, you know, I just I, I I volunteered, and I said, look, I'm the, if I'm wanting to bring in these customers, it's a team effort, you know, and, and I'm part sure. of that team, and. And uh, so, hey, I'm going to go down there and, and I'm going to be hand in hand with the customer, making sure this is taken care of, um, you know, and that's just it. That's been the hardest part is, is actually not turning wrenches as much. I think um, that's yeah, right. That's something I, I miss being able being able to do every day. I definitely don't get to now, um, but I still try to get out there as much as I can because uh, you just you never lose the fun in that. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. That's very cool. Learning to delegate and take that step is a very hard one. Yeah, yeah it can be yeah. for sure. I, I think the great thing for for me though is is uh, you know I've come from so many different backgrounds that I uh, I've been able to kind of you know with the younger guys kind of explain you know based on my experience you know I think these are the directions we need to go and and I, I'm a very honest kind of person I, I've had you know brought everybody in and kind of gone over their goals as as you know technicians and. And uh, what are your long-term goals? What do you want to do? How can I help you achieve those goals? You know, let's, let's work together as a team. And, you know, one of the things I've, you know, I've, I've picked on here is, is uh, you know, there are habits uh, that we're going to have to get into to work with some of these charter companies and, and That's right. with the expansion, mm -hmm. 
is uh, taking the experience level and combining our heads as a team and, and uh, you know, putting forth some processes to get us to that next level. Um, and, but, you know, so it's a challenge in one sense, but it's a joy because it is a challenge. Right. Hmm. No, you have to cool. keep the challenges. It's exciting to see, <clears throat> it's always exciting to see companies that are like getting into business aviation or coming through the ranks and, you know, letting people know that there's other choices and options out there. And if they're passionate about it, I mean, they just, they end up doing better work, you know, yeah. and the leadership is better and people are more committed and they're having more fun at work. And so it's a, it's really cool to hear, and especially where you guys are at, there's just not a ton of options out that way for the, sure. you know, for the 135 operators and whatnot, as you probably know. So <laughs> that's something I've heard a lot, you know, the, the Pacific Northwest is like a black hole for maintenance for sure, um, and, and we really want to change that. And that's something we're advertising is, is, uh, you know, we offer a lot more, like I said, than what people realize, you know, if you want to come buy your fuel, you can buy your fuel. If you want to store your airplane, you know, we've got the hangar space. If you want the maintenance, we got the maintenance. If you need parts, we have parts, you need detailing. We've got that. Um, you know, and that's, and you're nice. I've been, what's that? And you're nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try, you know, and that's all it takes. You know, that's so important for me. Uh, one thing I learned when I was, you know, a young technician in the air force is communication is key. Um, I've always been on that level of, if you don't know it, just own up to it. You just, you're never going to know everything. And, and that's another reason I love aviation is just, like I said, you learn every day, but I remember, you know, when I first started flying or just became a, you know, a young crew chief, it was, Hey, don't, don't ever BS your way through it. If you don't know it, you don't that's know right. it. And, and right. People will Film. appreciate you more. If you just say, I, I don't know, but I'll get you an answer. And I've lived off that policy. My entire career now and i still tell the tell these technicians even for me as a young manager i i don't have all the answers to your questions but i will be sure to get you an answer right um and i think they appreciate that and and the same with the big companies you know i've learned communication is key you know on the aog trips and not all of them go well you know you have some that you <laughs> no. end up down the rabbit hole for a week um yeah. you're chasing something that you, you don't have an answer for and you just all it takes is a simple phone call and, and, you know, maintenance controllers, you know, you know, and the owners of these airplanes, you know, especially the bigger companies, it's always stressful. Um, you know, nobody ever wants to hear that there's an issue with an airplane or it's taking longer. It's going to cost more. But if you just have that phone call and that conversation and you explain yourself and say, well, this is where we're at and let me, let's talk about this together. And, and, you know, we we're going to form a plan and, and, and execute, um, you know, that's all it takes it is a simple conversation. And I think it makes the whole situation better for everybody. Um, and it's the same thing here as we grow. It's just that communication with the, with the companies of, uh, you know, this is what we're doing and, and let's work together as a team. Um, you know, and, th and that's the same for anybody in aviation. I, I think it's a team effort, um, no matter if your competitor is doing the same thing. Um, or not, you know, we're all one big team. We're all trying to make the same mission and, and that's just it. And our paths cross and we are intertwined in so many different ways. Hmm. Yeah. You, you know, never know where, you never know where your path will lead and where it'll yeah. go and how you'll, you know, you might be, you might have a capability at one place, but not be able to fill it. And if you, you know, you don't want to burn any of those bridges. You want to build those relationships because you might need somebody, somebody else to help you complete that AOG because you don't have the absolutely. equipment, you don't have the expertise, but you have the network. Right. No, yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, it's, it's amazing. Aviation is so small, but you know, the different facets are that much smaller. 
you know, it's amazing how many times I, I've spoken with people and I go, yeah, I know, you know, you talk about some story and they go, yeah, I know that person, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, your word is kind of everything that the, the story you make yourself you spreads fast. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it's, it's a wildfire within this, this industry. Sure. Um, yeah. And that's why I love, you know, connecting with people on LinkedIn, you know, like you guys, you know, and just, that was part of the thing I was, I was telling some maintenance controllers when I first started making my LinkedIn and connecting with people was you're putting a face with who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just a conversation over the phone or an email. <laughs> it's, you're putting a face and a history with who you're working with. And I think that means so much more to people. Um, hey, I, this is Matt with Hillsboro Aviation and this is his background and this is what they're doing and where they're at. I, I know they're working on our airplane here. Or I know they're there and, and they can help us if, you know, if we're in town. that's awesome so you think next time you're on the podcast you'll be like the vice president or something (laughs) hey you know what you never know my my goals are 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 way up here you know i never want to stop you know i'm i'm actually going to school right now i'm i'm uh getting my bachelor's degree in aviation maintenance management uh i'm a Mm full-time online student with liberty university uh i I, you know i i never want to stop growing i want to go get my my ncat my aet uh, I'd like to go. Th- I would like hey. to go through uh, the MBAA and get get my cam. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of, of goals that I still want to accomplish. I, I don't. I don't want to stop just because I've now I've hit the management level so young. That doesn't mean I want to stop growing. So, so it sounds like you've got a plan. So, here's an interview question. So, <laughs> where are you going to be five years from now? <laughs> That's a tough one, Nathan. You know. I, I would love to just keep growing with the company and see what we can accomplish together. You know, if it means I'm in the same, oh. same position, I'm in the same position, you know, everybody here, everybody's a great, it's all great people here. You know, I, I never want to be somewhere that I don't belong and you know, what, wherever sure. I'm meant to be is going to happen. But um, you know, I have, a, I do have long-term goals of, of growing, sure. uh, you know, in my career, you know, who knows, you know, I, I, maybe in five years, this won't be the right fit. You never know. Uh, you yeah. know, I would love to say this is the fit. And I, right now I'm going to say, I think it is, but you know, if I get an opportunity, say, you know, to lead this big corporate flight department for a big company, you know, or, uh, I love teaching, you know, I have always thought about what if I, uh, were teaching, you know, young students, aviation maintenance, you know, uh, how to get their AMP, um, you know, or even maybe long, long-term goals, uh, you know, working with NTSB, something like that. Um, oh, wow. you know, I would actually like to, when I, after I finish my bachelor's, my plan is to continue and get my master's in either, you know, aviation leadership or safety. Um, you know, so I, I'm not really sure. Um, I just know that I, I never want to stop growing. It's awesome. That yeah, is awesome. It's awesome. It's cool to hear. Yeah. It's a great approach because, you know, the old adage, the minute you stop growing, you know, yep. so that, that's, that's, that's when it's all come comes wrapped up, right? So sure, yeah, it's, yeah, it's th- great. I man. think, um, you know, I was always told growing up, you know, if you love what you do, you're never going to work a day in your life. And mm-hmm. that's right. Well, gosh, I don't know if I've worked a day in my life so far. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, I, you know, I just I, love it. You know, yeah, I, I I will tell you, I think Andy will agree with me on this. I think we've even talked about 
we love what we do, but I sure do work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you own yeah. your own company, though, I suppose that adage is a little bit different, right? Yeah, so, it probably changes the perspective. I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. a little bit. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're glad that you're doing that. And, I, you know, like whenever whenever I have a day or I'm working on the weekend or whatever, I'm like, you know what? I could be walking into my old job that I did not like going to. And so I yeah. mean, that gets me yeah. right on the right step <laughs> right away. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, so, yeah, right on. Right yeah. on same. Yeah, no doubt. No, it's it's awesome that you're learning the whole business side of things, which is, you know, that was what I, I majored in aviation management and I was always interested in the business side and then but loved aviation. So I had to figure out, you know, what to do. I wasn't gonna be a mechanic because I'm not that great at that. But uh, you know, once you learn like you get that well rounded uh education, I mean you'll be surprised that you know, I've had people say, you know think about the master's degree. Cause if you're in, in a company and they're challenging you enough, you're going to be a master by the time you're, you know, 40, That's right. something, whether it's because you've just, you've been around it. If you're growing the business, you could go in there and teach the master's program, you know, mm -hmm. because you have the That's real right. world consequences and you know, the, the actions and your nose has been bloodied and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's uh it's very cool that you get to see all that. Yeah. So, and it, it's a ton of fun, you know, and, and like I said, I just, I have, just this huge passion for for what I do you know and it's never gonna stop I I love what I do so much it's so funny people make fun of me uh you guys can't see but you walk in my office here I've got this rug as you come in that looks like a runway and I had it printed with the Hillsborough uh, airport uh actual heading numbers um you know I just that's, awesome. that's how much I love what I do you know I've got airplane models behind me and and uh pictures everywhere and you know I remember uh we were in Sacramento on this AOG trip and uh, the Blue Angels were coming in. They had a, uh, their air show the next week, but they flew in the week before with a couple of the airplanes that get the land and, and uh, start setting up. And their F-18 parked right next to our, our Phenom. And and uh, I was just, it was just so cool. You know, I, I wanted to walk over and get to talk to the pilots and, and the people there, you know, because how often does that happen? You know, you don't get to mm -hmm. just go talk to the Blue Angels. Right. Sure. The guy I was with, he, he just wasn't impressed. He goes, ah, it's another airplane, you know, and, and oh. me, I'm like a little boy, you know, I'm running over there, taking pictures, greeting these guys, you know, hey, how's it going? You know, do you mind if I walk around and ask you some questions? And, and, uh, you know, that's just me. I, I just, I truly love what I do, you know, and, and, and that'll never end. Uh, gosh, what, what an incredible industry to be in. And, and that's, right. that's right. the message I want to give to everybody is this is such a cool industry you know, there's nothing else like it. Um, you know, I, you just love it. You know, I, yeah. I think, you, you know, there's such a, there's such a passion for this and, and that's, that's what I want to tell people is just now, what a great career to have. What's the, uh, what do you think the ETA is on, uh, making your wife sleep in like an airplane, you know, like the old car beds when you were a kid. Cause that'd be like the next level. <laughs> you can have yeah. You know, it's, uh, man, I would love to buy like one of those old airplanes that they're decommissioning, just turn yeah. it into a home. I think that would be the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. That would you be know, uh, a camper. Yeah, exactly. There, I love it, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> I even joked with her one time. G4s and do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was joking with her one time. I was looking at this shower curtain that looked like, you know, the side of an airplane with the windows or, or, uh, you know, the comforter that looked like, you know, a runway or something, you know. <laughs> she just shake her head. Yeah, yeah. no, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> nah, that's a great yeah, idea. I no. don't think so. No. Yeah, that's for the basement. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> so you have an yeah. office. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. 
Very cool. That's, that is super cool. That's super, yeah. super cool. Well, any any parting shots before we let you go, Matt? Yeah, I, I just – there's a lot of people I got to thank, you know, before I, I, I end this, you know, because I got to thank my family for all the support. You know, I haven't – I've sure. only visited my family back in Ohio, uh, I think, once now since uh, I moved out here to Washington. And, and uh, you know, I've got my – my parents are hopefully coming out here in July. I actually have a younger brother, too. Um, I have an 11-year-old brother, Brody. Um, you nice. know, my mom, my stepdad, my grandparents, you know, they're all super supportive and, and they just love what I do. And I, I try to call them as much as I can, but, uh, gosh, aviation keeps me busy and I unfortunately <laughs> don't get to call them as much as I want. And, and right. uh, you know, my little girls are just the most, you know, my wife, they're, they're just so incredibly supportive. My, my oldest daughter, you know, I'll put her to bed at night and I'll tell her have a good day at school tomorrow. And she goes, have a good day at work, daddy. And, Aww. you know she'll see an airplane fly over and she go daddy is that your airplane did you fix that airplane and and Aww. uh you know things like Not that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> it's fine i must have fixed it before <laughs> it'll That's be broke right. next time <laughs> yeah they're not but, done uh, breaking it baby <laughs> yeah they're not done no, breaking it baby <laughs> so you know and my wife's been super supportive you know we moved across the country a couple times and and, uh, you know, for this aviation career of mine and, and uh, you know, everybody who's just got me to where I am, you know, you guys mentioned Sarah, who's on the podcast last week, you know, she was so supportive of not just being the recruiter who wanted to, to put somebody in position, but she really tried to understand my goals and what I loved about aviation and put me in a position where I would excel and, and really be happy. And uh, so I owe a lot of that to her for where I am. And, and, uh, so this is just uh man what a journey you know and i, I can't thank awesome. everybody who's been part of this enough that's amazing no that you're very right cool that is very very cool very man. cool well great we, story uh, i mean you need to go to the store after this and get some cough drops hey yeah. i've been i've been doing very good at hitting my mute button every time i've coughed i've been trying very hard <laughs> for matt i Got promise it. i'm paying attention i'm just like oh the struggle is real. You know, I, I'm from Ohio and, and, uh, you know, it's bad here being, right now. I'm yeah. Being, being from the Midwest, bad. I've, I've still got, I'm, I don't know that I'm still used to the West coast and the pollen out here is crazy and it, it's dry. And, and so, so I understand I'm fully on board with that one. <laughs> uh, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I do. I have my handy little, I had my handy little mute button in my hand. So it's awesome. It's better than trying to hit it on the keyboard, hitting the wrong key, muting myself, disconnecting everything else. So who knows what? But it would just, I mean, we can't even talk about what kind of mess that would make. But uh Matt, thank you so much. And I think that you know your perspective and your appreciation of aviation and you know the people who sit and talk about airplanes and can talk about, you know, just the passion of it is you know, that's that's what kind of keeps us going. And I mean, I don't have a technical yeah. background, I'm not a pilot, but I've learned so much just from sitting and listening to the people like you who will talk about it and who will share it. And, you know, those are the things that bring people into like some of these ancillary positions around aviation and right. that we enjoy it. And so, you know, definitely, you know, keep sharing the passion for what it is. And, you know, you kind of bring people into that circle as they're going. And so really appreciate it. And I really want to go get up to this to Hillsboro now I'm like was looking at the web page and I was like oh my gosh this is gorgeous maybe I can get a helicopter ride hmm. yeah yeah no I don't know. Hey, hey. Here too. Uh, look at that I mean it's beautiful yeah we actually do offer tours around the area so uh you, know, yeah. you guys are 
you guys are welcome out anytime you like, and I will get you get you the backstage pass around Ooh, here. Oh, all righty awesome. then. Another on like location. That. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll yes. Take the show on the road soon. I just want to know where, I mean, Andy, so where do we put Lee in the Myers when we start doing this on the road? You can ride in the back as long as she's uh, coughing into a bag or something. Coughing into a bag. <laughs> Thanks, I'll take my oxygen tank with me. It a yeah. long time to get to Hillsboro from. from <laughs> uh, the winds would have to be right before I do that journey. Yeah, I'll, I'll sure. meet you there. That would I tell you what, I'll try. You guys come out here and that, and, and I'll try to convince the FBO to give you free fuel for your for your time coming out. Dude. Okay, now, and Andy's so cheap, he might do that just for that. Yeah. <laughs> he might Boy, do that. Ever, ever since I made one comment in seriousness to somebody about Andy being tight as a hat band, it, it, he's never lived it down ever since. <laughs> it was a compliment. Dude, it, yeah, it is. People are impressed. You got to be able to turn, you know, a penny into a mile of copper if you're going to start your own thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. That's, right. That's right it. Right on. Well, cool, Matt, man. thank you again so much for hanging out with us tonight. I really appreciate it. And yeah, it was fun. Um, thanks for sharing the story of, of your journey transitioning from the Air Force. Thank you for your service. Um, oh, to, thank you. You know, civil aviation. I, hopefully that helped. You know, there's a lot of men and women trying to do that, trying to figure it out. And candidly, it just sucks, right? Because there's, yeah. the, you know, the transition support office or whatever they call it these days, it's, it's, it's not really equipped to, to, you know, properly place folks where their passions lie as it relates to aviation maintenance. And, and that at least was my experience. I've heard it from others. Um, you know, special thanks to Hillsboro for letting you come on today, talk about the company. We'll have links for Matt's uh, LinkedIn account and for Hillsboro Aviation down in the show notes. And we really appreciate you guys. Thank you again for sticking with us for the last year and, and 3,000 downloads and happy birthday to the co-hostess with the mostest, Lee Brewster. Well, we hey, and, it, you, Lee. and we had our, and we had our um, breaking news. Yeah. Oh, we did. And we had, so news. welcome to the MRO Insider family there, Matt and Hillsboro. So it's a big show today. Yeah. yeah Crazy awesome. wicked good. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. We appreciate you, Matt. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. All right.